one time my mom called me and she's like, where are you? And I was like, I'm literally at work. <laughs> I cannot believe you're working in this. Welcome to Profession Session with Brody Vincent, where young entrepreneurs, business owners, and professionals come to tell their success stories. Got my guest, Holton Mills here. Holton, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Holton, I wanted to have you here to talk about what you do for a living, how you got into it, and of course, you do a few other things as well. So, kind of talk about some of the stuff surrounding your profession. Yeah. Um, so, let's start with just how you got... So you work for Edition Financial yep. to kind of fill the audience mm -hmm. in. Let's start with how you first started with Edition, the process of getting there and, okay. and what that looked like at first. Yeah. So my sophomore year of college, I started to work at the Seminole County School Board office. Um, my mother actually works there and they just got a new grant. It was called the RSVP grant. So uh, Retired Senior Volunteer Program. And they needed a part-time, two days a week, someone just come in. Um, the volunteers got reimbursed for mileage. They got a party like once a quarter and a newsletter. So it was like super basic stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's like six hours, like twice a week. Like, let's do it. So I did that. Um, met some people through there. They, I don't know if they didn't proceed with the grant or they lost the grant. But then I moved forward to just be a staff assistant at the school board office. Um, and then I worked more with the communications team. Um, and then with that, I kind of just like grew my network um, as a part-time person. And then uh, I got to know Addition Financial because they were the biggest sponsor for Seminole County Public Schools. Um, and then when my senior year came around, it was time for me to get more of a consistent internship. Um, and I knew I wanted something for the full year. So I just sent my resume to the um, VP of the department I knew I wanted to work in. Um, I had never met her before and I just sent her my resume and said I needed a year-long internship and then I got it and that's awesome so yeah. had you met the VP before no. or you just knew a couple people in no. the company I knew one person on her team and then like I knew some other like random people that attended some of our events that I just met in passing like oh I'm from the school district um, but yeah I had never met her before but I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You're kind of already foot in the door with yeah. the school district. They're a big sponsor. It makes sense that you, you kind of get to know the culture and yeah. go from there. Yeah. So what was the next step from there? You kind of reached out and yeah. did you hear back pretty quickly? So I sent my resume in. So actually, our marketing manager for the school district moved to Addition Financial. Okay. At the same time that I was trying to get an internship. Um, so she had gotten the job and then I had told her, I was like, I'm coming next. Like, watch, like keep your eye out um, and so the marketing department and the communications of community engagement partnership team common like shared space office space um, but completely separate um, so yeah I had never met my boss before so I sent my resume in and then she told me that they only really do six week internships and I told wow. her I wasn't really interested in because you were looking for full-time yeah already. I wanted a full year um, because I knew I wanted like that to go into a job for me. Mm -hmm. So I went into a long internship just to roll into a job. Um, so if that didn't work out, I was actually going to look at Solar Bears. Okay. They were big sponsors for Seminole County at the time. Yeah. And it was a bunch of like fun guys that worked on their promotional team. And I was like, oh, this would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I went in for the internship and then she was like, yeah, we can do a full year. So awesome. Yeah. So you just kind of told them what you needed and they happened to be open to negotiation. Yeah. And they needed assistance more in Seminole County, and it was just a perfect transition for me coming from the district office. So talk a little bit about that, because there are, we've talked about this before, obviously, there's different districts involved with yeah. addition, because they're kind of Orlando-wide and even outside of Orlando yeah. a little bit. Mm -hmm. You work in the Seminole County division. Yeah. What are those different divisions? How do those look? Yeah. So there's nine people on my team. Um, so each person handles their own partnerships. There's not too much crossover. Um, so there's a person for each Seminole, Osceola, Lake, Orange, and Brevard and Volusia are kind of tied in together. Um, so there's a person that handles the relationship with each of those counties. And then if there's a state college in those counties, that person is over that as well. So I'm over Seminole State College. 
Um, and then we have one person that's just over UCF because that's a monster. Right. We have a title sponsorship with that too. So. so what is the, so you get into this position, what does it look like at first when you're, when you're first on the partnership team? Yeah. Well, I guess before that, did you start on the partnership team when you were full time or yeah. did you transition into that later? So I was kind of everyone's backup at first. Okay. Um, cause I started when it was back to school time. So there was a ton of like back to school tabling events, like little yeah. stuff that like they needed to go to the meetings or they were going to like dinners or something. And I could sit at a table outside and open up new accounts. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Because our department is kind of like a mobile branch. Mm-hmm. So we'll go on campus. Um, so I was on Seminole State campus last Wednesday and I opened up four faculty members accounts. Um, it's kind of more of just a convenience thing and then I'll take it to a branch to open it and then everything will get mailed to them. Um, so I was doing a lot of that for everyone. And then it slowly turned into, okay, I'm doing like Seminole, only Seminole, now Seminole's my gig. Gotcha. Yeah, so. so so you kind of take over as the Seminole guy and you're responsible for any partnerships that are happening in the Seminole area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you just kind of use that experience that you had assisting everyone else and kind of mm-hmm. try to match that up to what was going on in Seminole yeah. County? It's different because each relationship is so different. So it's yeah. hard to relate because like Orange County is three times the size of Seminole, but they border each other. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't think it's so different. Like some counties are completely ran like a big business. It's incredible. Oh wow! And then Seminole is Seminole kind of more like that, no, or Seminole is so relationshipy. Okay. So our department kind of breaks into like community engagement and partnerships. So you have to do the community engagement, but then they also want contracts with the partnerships. So Seminole County has always been community engagement, like a gentleman's agreement. Like we got you, you got us. Like you're great donors and stuff. You're our friends. We'll mm-hmm. never go behind your back. Long term relationship. Yeah. And stuff. But there's nothing contract. Okay. Like Orange Just a County. handshake and a wink. Yeah. Yeah. Like Orange County where they handle big businesses. They handle like Orlando Magic, Disney, because that's all in Orange County. They're probably got to be pretty level. huge, like comprehensive yeah. contracts for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's way different. So you're in this position and so that's what you're doing now. You're the partnership specialist for Seminole County. Mm-hmm. What is... Um, what is like a day to day kind of thing for you? I know it changes a lot. Yeah. We talk about this a yeah. lot. You're like from one day to the next, it's pretty dramatically different yeah. from you, but maybe you talk about just a, a typical week okay. being a partnership. Specialist. So should I go off what I did this week? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So Monday morning I started off, I had a breakfast meeting with a school board member. Um, so the purpose of that was to talk about what their, what, they are looking for for the next school year, what's their focus and partnership dollars. Um, so the answer that I got was a, um, each high school is getting a mental health room. Cool. So kind of like an oasis. Um, it's not grants. There's no funds for it. They need partnership dollars. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, and that's going through their educational student support department, ESSS. So is it, is it project based like that a lot of times where it's like you're kicking in to help with a specific Mm -hmm. thing or is it usually like you're kicking in a certain amount of dollars per year to just help stuff in general? So our budget starts in August. We start talking about it and then it like starts with the new calendar year. Um, so each district kind of gets a big bucket Okay. and I kind of have it like line by line, line items. I'm going to do this, but I don't, it's not like a hard line. There's definitely events I'm sponsoring, like the Teacher of the Year event. I know how much that is. I'm doing that every single year. Um, but like, I have a bucket that says like, new opportunities. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's so kind of left up to your discretion yeah, to uh-huh. say, okay, this seems like something that could be really good for our yeah. growth, and I want to take that. And then so an example of that is, so if there's like a new training or an event or new opportunity, like I might help someone out with something that they need funding for or assistance or just a raffle basket just to kind of build on that relationship with them. Um, and I've done, we've done that. That's just what we do, but we're kind of like, everyone's like lean on like, Oh, let's mm-hmm. hit up addition to see if they can help us, which is good and bad. Um, cause just today I got asked if I would help fix a playground. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like addition isn't fixing a playground. Yeah. <laughs> you got to kind of choose. Yeah, your battles. Yeah. 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 So, so you have to just kind of be very cognizant of that budget and what opportunities things yeah. are going to really bring and kind of yeah. decide how to pick and choose the different opportunities you're given. Yeah. 
right when I started with my internship, um, we were going through a rebrand, actually. So it was really cool. That's Everyone fun. was pulling their hair out. Yeah, I can it was imagine. The same thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, no one looks like they were like had sleep. It was crazy. But so what happened was we used to be um, CFE. It was Central Florida Educators. Mm-hmm. Um, and because credit unions are always founded by an organization or a group. So we were founded by Orange County teachers okay. um, like 85 years ago. And so Central Florida Educators, people were turned off by us because they thought they had to be an educator to um, have a mortgage with us or even a bank account. Um, so then we got our state charter. So then we changed to addition financial. So that does the state charter essentially just allow you to expand from just the Orlando area yeah. to as wide out in the state? As yeah. So we could only do business in Central Florida at first. So the gotcha. eight, nine counties. So that's a great time for you to join, right? Yeah. Right in the midst of like mm-hmm. them wanting to go statewide. Yeah. And it was a cool time to join as an intern. Yeah. So I'm seeing like, okay, so this department's touching this. They're doing this. Like, Marketing is like completely changing everything. Like that's cool. Community engagements out in the community, like being the brand reps, project management is like doing the logistics. Like it was cool. I was like, where do I want to be? But I'm where I want to be. But it was cool to see like there's so many hands in like one pot, mm-hmm. but then everyone has some type of impact. So one thing that for whatever reason that just made me think of is we've talked about it a couple times, just what it's like at your office. Talk a little yeah. bit about that. Cause you've mentioned that it's pretty wild it's there. Insanity. Yeah. So our office is super like, it's not even cubes. Like it's like a really low wall and it's like a snake and everyone has kind of like a little corner, but it's designated spaces, mm-hmm. but it's so loud. Like people are throwing stuff. Like everyone on the partnership team has like a great personality and like, yeah. it's so fun. And like, we all do really get along. It gets a little competitive, but each mm-hmm. situation's different. Um, but yeah, it's so loud. One time my mom called me and she's like, where are you? And I was like, I'm literally at work. <laughs> I cannot believe you're working in this. Yeah, It's crazy. But we don't, fun, we don't see each other a lot because everyone's in all different places. So right. when we're all in there, it's so loud. Because you're always going to different events. So, yeah. So I think we were talking before about your week. Um, Another thing that I remember we talked about that you did this week is kind of a segue into something else that you do. Yeah. So uh, talk a little bit about your meeting this morning and what that's part of and how you got into that because that was a more recent development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I took over the relationship of Seminole County Public Schools and Seminole County in general, um, I got our board seat on the foundation for Seminole County Public Schools. Um, So the foundation is Seminole County's direct support charity. They're a 5013C. Don't quote me on that. Um, Which is a nonprofit. Yeah, a nonprofit, but it's directly supports Seminole County Public Schools. Um, So I'm on their board. So there's 21 board members. Um, And so it was an application process and then kind of an interview with everyone in the room, which uh, was interesting. Was that kind of daunting at first? Yeah, it like. Yeah, I felt 20 pounds lighter when it was over. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because I was walking to this room. I had no idea what the, just everything about it. I was just like, so when I walk in, like, do I look for someone and say, hey, do I just like go balls to the wall and just like, hi, 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 hi. Like, I don't even know what room, like what's the room going to look like. But then like also I have to talk in front of all these people. But my biggest thing is I'm like so much younger. Mm Mm-hmm. And I- You're now, you're the youngest member by a a wide margin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah like not close but um before i went in i kind of like did my homework and wanted to see the rest of the board members and i knew they had like some type of like executive committee i wanted to know like what the titles were like everything and like everyone on the board is like cfo hospital ceo hospital like vp of this and then it's like me i'm 25 years old i started my job like full time a year and a half ago like, I was like, I don't know if they'll even, like, appreciate me or, like, my opinion. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, but it's been a roller coaster. I can imagine. Yeah. So, coming into that, having that that kind of view of it, feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a bunch of high-level executives yeah. that are a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I mentioned before, it had to be pretty daunting. Yeah. What was the pitch for you coming in? What was, because I think you mentioned before, you had to kind of lobby for being part of the board and you had to be voted in what was your pitch coming in how did you kind of sell yourself as a potential member of the board yeah so for the board my biggest thing was 
everyone kept telling me to not talk about high school because mm-hmm. that would just age me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to walk in and it's going to age me. I'm wearing glasses that I don't need to wear. Like, I'm, wearing, <laughs> like, it's, I'm 25 years old. Like, I'm way young. Yeah. Like, that's a done deal. Like, and they asked for my date of birth. Like, it's over. Yeah. So my biggest thing was I know that I don't know everything, but I offer something that not everyone in this room can't. Like, I'm the closest to high school age. There, it's a different mindset. I just have a different opinion on things. If it's right or wrong, that's like for you to disagree or agree on, but I'm sure someone will. And they should appreciate the opinion of a young person. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you're you're voting on stuff that has to do with the school board, which yeah. is going to affect the lives of you know thousands of kids that you are still much closer in age yeah. to. You have a better grasp on the current environment, the landscape of what the school system looks like. You went to school in Seminole County, mm-hmm. so you're a lot I closer to it. The school board. And you okay. worked for the school yeah. board. There's a lot of different angles working for you there that allow you to really provide a lot of value to the board. So yeah. I think you had a really good pitch there. Yeah. And my biggest thing was, so um, Addition Financial had a high school branch program. So it's pretty cool. So there's 10 high schools in Central Florida that have a full on credit union on campus. Uh, full transactions except for coin. You can come in and make a deposit. The only thing is students can't see the uh, balance amounts of the people that they're on their accounts. But I was a part of that program and that was my first step in the door with Addition Financial. That's how I kept in contact with them when I was at the school board. So I worked there my sophomore and junior year for like third and fourth period. It was like a period. Yeah. Um, And then the head tellers make 15 bucks a day. It's an amazing program. Yeah, Yeah. It's so cool. And on my resume, I could say that I was a teller at a branch, like technically. That's huge. Um, so that was in my pitch to the foundation board um, because I told them, I was like, I work for Addition Financial and it's because I was in their high school pro- high school teller program and because of programs like this at the foundation support, it changes lives. Yeah. yeah you so. really had like a, a deep kind of track record going yeah. into it. So for you personally, we, obviously that covers kind of your pitch selling yourself to the board why you wanted to come in yeah what would you say was the biggest driving force for you personally of why you wanted to be on the board and like what that meant to you so i knew that if i got on the board well first it was a pitch to my company i just knew that i wouldn't be a seat filler i really did want to do something and it would have been hard annoying for me to watch someone just maybe not go to meetings or live up to how much you could do with it you can do so much with the seat and not everyone has the opportunity to be on the foundation board because you need the financial backing to be on it. So an individual for an individual to be on the board, they would have to front so much money. And since my organization donates so much, it allows for someone to be on it. What had happened was an individual went on maternity leave and then they found a new position for them in our real estate department. Um, that was just a better fit for them. And so with that, everything left them. Um, so the board seat stayed with our department. And so it was kind of like, who's going to fill it? I did not even think it was going to be me. Right. And I did, I wasn't even comfortable putting myself out there because mm-hmm. I thought it was just so not going to happen. Um, and then, so I actually had pitched, I wanted it to stay on our department. So I had actually pitched to my boss for it to be this other lady who's um, a couple tiers higher than me just so I knew it wouldn't be like a senior leader that I didn't talk to every day. It was someone I could text and like, I wanted to have some type of in with it just because if I'm managing the Seminole County partnership, I wanted to know what was going on. Right. Um, even though I'm not a part of the foundation board. Um, and then, so it went to the CEO and it was between two people. He was telling my boss that, and then he was like, yeah, I'm good with Holton. And she was like, what? Like Holton Bills? And he was like, yeah, I'm cool with Holton doing it. He's got it. He'll do a good job. Nice. She was like, okay. And then she was like, you know, he's on for six years. And then he was like, yeah, he'll kill it. (laughs) And so she like, she didn't tell me for two days because she knew it'd be a big deal. Yeah. Um, And then, so we were walking to our cars and she was kind of weird. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. We were just like, we never have to try with conversation. Like we're pretty easy to talk to and stuff. Um, She just like diarrhea mouth. He... Miller picked you for the foundation board. And I was like, what? And um, there was a couple of people who really wanted it that I knew were probably like upset 
and I didn't want that to go towards me because I didn't, I didn't, wasn't trying to rally the troops to get it. Like mm-hmm. I really didn't put my name in the hat at all. And um, yeah, I just couldn't believe it. It was crazy. That's awesome. Coming from working at the school board and knowing that everyone on there is like the professionals of Seminole County. Mm-hmm. There's hospitals. There's different. Every organization is represented on that. And just knowing that they're so much older than me too. Yeah. Um, and it's like sounds kind of funny like hearing that now that they're so much older but that was that like affected me like I was so nervous about that I, I remember talking to you about it I yeah like, I kept saying like they're so much older than me yeah I mean you said I think the second youngest person is what like probably mid late 30s at the youngest yeah. like kids married yeah. kind this of thing one, this one guy who just from I was just looking at like group photos of all of them that I kind of thought was, he was like one of the younger ones. Mm-hmm. He came up to me after um, my like speech and then they voted me on. He was like, my son's in the high school program at Lake Brantley right now. And yeah. like, okay, so I'm like six, eight years older than your son. So yeah. I was like, all right, so you're not that much older than me, I guess. I don't know. But like that's compared to like everyone being so much older. But exactly. It's that, interesting. It's so cool though. I love the idea that they were open to that fresh and young perspective because yeah. I feel like, I mean, if they're just, if it's all a bunch of older people, there's yeah. just, there's going to be no back and forth on decisions. There's mm-hmm. no, there's none of that young mm-hmm. kind of modern millennial age perspective. Yeah. So I feel like that's really important. And they've never had it too. the meeting that I got voted in. the chair came up to me and she was like, we're so happy you're here. That's awesome. And I was like, I'm happy I'm here too. And she was like, we've never had an opinion like yours. Like, you yeah. do so much. So I was like so excited. So you've been in it for, I want to say a couple months now. Is that right? Like, like four or five, yeah. four or five months now. Monthly meetings. So monthly meetings. Mm-hmm. Have you had any, any situations arise yet in the meetings where that perspective is butting heads with the perspectives of anyone younger? Has that, have you had that experience yet? Um, or? yeah, just like me not being taken seriously because I'm younger. And not even just that. I mean, I guess you would get a little bit of that, but yeah. have you had anything where like your perspective was very different from everyone else on the board in the sense that it was that younger perspective and they were a little more set in their ways? Mm. It might be early for something yeah, like that to have happened. I kind of joined when it was like, everyone's wrapping up the school year now. Yeah. So I feel like when August comes around, yes. When they're doing like their fundraisers, yes. Um, but right now there hasn't been, I haven't left a meeting super hot. Like, yeah. Oh, like that's not what it should be. But a lot of the stuff has just been like budget. Just kind of like reviewing how things went for this school year for the most part. I had joined right after their big, um, arts fundraiser. They're kind of like premier, um, event. So I missed that, but I was with them for their golf tournament, which, uh, my company was the presenting sponsor. So I had a pretty big hand in that. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't had any troubles. No trouble yeah, yet. Yeah. I'm sure there will be some to come, but I mean, yeah. that's why you're there to shake yeah. things up a little bit. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that will get, it'll be nerve wracking, I'm sure, but also exciting. I mean, yeah. like they brought you in for a reason and mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting when that time comes and you're presenting big ideas. Um, so another thing, kind of going back to, the tangent that led us here mm-hmm. talking about like a, a week in the life of this position. Okay. I remember another thing that you did this week that we were talking about was you spoke at an event. Oh yeah. Could you talk about that a little bit? That's yeah. a, that's a whole nother kind of aspect of, yeah. of what you do. So it's, um, it's a foundation program. It's called take stock and children. So it's a program that starts in eighth grade. Um, individuals can apply. There's a couple of things that goes into it. Um, they have to be eighth graders. It's a whole application process, a background check because they have to be low income. Um, and they have to be wanting to go to college, um, post high school graduation. Um, so it's a whole interview process, the tax check. I don't know how they check the income. Um, and then, so the students freshman year, they're assigned a mentor, um, with the district and they meet with them. I think it has to be at least every other month or every other week. Um, so many a year and they meet with them all four years and then at the end they get a two-year um, scholarship which is pretty awesome um so i spoke at the graduation ceremony it wasn't their high school graduation but it was the program's graduation 
where the mentor gives um, the mentee like a ribbon with an award. I mean, they get photo with like the school board members and stuff, but Addition Financial was a presenting sponsor. So I got to speak at that. Um, it was pretty cool because at my table, my dad is a mentor for that program. And so they yeah. put my dad at the table because his mentee was graduating. Um, so it was fun to have my dad in the crowd. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was... I'm sure he had a phone in the air yeah. recording everything. His iPhone 6. <laughs> yeah, oh no. <laughs> the pixely quality. Yeah. <laughs> It'll still be there, though. <laughs> so that that's awesome. What would you say is one of the most kind of rewarding things about being able to be part of programs like that? Because I, mean, I feel like it would just be super inspiring just seeing kids like that mm-hmm really just changing their situation. And I mean, it sounds like you're part of a few different programs that yeah. are in that same kind of vein, just mm-hmm. helping to really grow and, and expand the, the opportunities that yeah. these kids have. Yeah. I have a quote on my desk and it was actually a fortune cookie and I got the fortune cookie seriously a couple weeks before I started my internship with Edition financial. And I'm like a big, everything happens for a reason guy. Um, but it says to build a better world, start in your community. Um, and I think that's super interesting and that I try and live with that. Yeah. Um, it's neat cause you get to see the impact around you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if you, if you find a common thread between everything that you're doing, it is really community building yeah, because always, it's, yeah. I mean, I think you've said this to me before that it all kind of starts with the school board. You're, yeah. you're building what is going to be the future of the community yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. In, in my um, foundation speech, I said the found, not the foundation, but the foundation, like the soil of a strong community is even stronger school districts. I love that. Yeah. I like that quote that you have too, yeah. uh, just to kind of reaffirm that all the time and remind you of what your mission is. Yeah. I feel like it's important to have a strong mission with whatever you're doing. Oh, 100%. But to go back to your question, um, actually today was super rewarding at our foundation meeting, we kind of did uh, like a speed dating style where there was um, five tables and we were broken up into groups of three. And it was an individual representative from each program that um, we support. We do a lot of like littles, mm-hmm. like our five bigs. Um, and so it was cool to hear their personal impact. So there was one of the Take Stock students there. Uh, it's just neat to hear what they're doing um and then other programs and then i had told you last night about our school store that we have for title one yeah schools. so there was a teacher there and she was um she finished talking and i was like are you a seventh grade teacher at teague and she was like yeah and i was like you're my science teacher <laughs> oh no <Yeah>, way <laughs> <laughs> and we hugged it's probably cool for her to just see like one of her old students yeah. just out there killing it in the yeah. community. And then she asked me how old I was because she knows I'm not. Or she said, "How old are you?" Because you're gonna make me seem old. And I was like, "I'm 25," and you just made me seem young. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get asked that a lot here. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so today was actually really cool. And then so we do teacher scholarships, um, and this teacher started crying to us because she works at Eugene Gregory. And so Eugene Gregory is affiliated with the jail, so the juvenile jail. And so there's multiple students there. They're put there. It's not their choice to go there. Um, And they're just trying to get some type of education. A lot of them come from foster care or other programs like that. Um, But she was talking about how she's able to pursue her education in diversity um, and inclusion at Valencia because of the scholarship. And she was so transparent. She was like, I applied for this job. Like, I love this job. And it's cool to see people so passionate about that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you probably they make get to, nothing. Yeah. They don't make nearly as much as they should. So is that something that you would come into contact with? I mean, in your kind of your monthly meetings with mm-hmm. the foundation, do you think they would ever have a way of impacting what teachers make? Because I feel like that is, I mean, it might be limited on a statewide basis. I'm not super familiar with how that works, but I mean, I would imagine there'd be at least some flexibility from County to County. Do you think that's something that would ever be in the line of impact of being able to be influenced by the foundation? So the salaries are negotiated through the superintendent and the teacher's union. Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Now, do you ever have any kind of interaction with the teachers union from the foundation? There's or? a representative um, from the teachers union on the foundation board. Oh, that's great. Okay. So they give, I have my agenda. I'll tell you. So there's 21 members of the foundation board. And so there's, sorry if this paper's up. So there's five individuals that represent the school district um, that are on there and they don't have to provide the financial backing that everyone else does. Okay. So they're on there for like, they're them as an individual. Yeah. Um, so it's the superintendent is on it, a school board member, a representative from the county PTA. So the parent teacher association, um, and then the teachers union. Okay. So there is that influence there and they can kind of be involved in things that may directly or indirectly impact that. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I mean, I feel like you've got, I mean, between 21 members and they're all kind of in different areas. I feel like you kind of get to touch all these different areas. What are some of the most interesting things that you've gotten to talk about in those foundations and discuss that were unexpected when you were coming in? Um, I would have loved to be in the foundation meetings during COVID. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, but um, fortunately it's over. But I don't know. Hearing about everything they're doing for like summer learning, I think is so important. And they're starting this new, they got a grant. This year's the first year they're doing it. Totally volunteer. uh, But teachers can go to this week-long training, get their full pay if they go to it. It's existing teachers, so they're not new hires. Um, so I think like that's cool things that Summit County does just to keep everyone incentivize the teachers yeah. a little more. Because I feel like most counties would be unpaid. Yeah, you would think so. Especially, I mean, it seems like they kind of try to withhold as much money from teachers as they possibly can. It's or really unfortunate. It. So it's got to be good to see yeah. stuff like that that really helps the teachers yeah. out. Because I mean. The more incentivized they are, the the better paid they are, the mm-hmm. the better talent you're probably gonna yeah. get, the more they're gonna care and mm-hmm. put into the students. Yeah. Yeah, there's always cool stuff happening. Like two weeks ago, so we have three physics buses. So it's like imagine a yellow school bus that is completely like like dipped in a science bucket. Like so there's three buses and one's like gravity, the other one is electricity. And then the third is something, um, but they all are like with that theme. So inside is all like science equipment for it. So it travels between elementary schools and like we'll stop out front and then classes can go in and like learn lessons through it. And cool. it was fully funded through donors in the foundation. And so I went to the third ribbon cutting for that. And it was just like so cool. Like these programs are so new and like nowhere else. And it's so cool to like see this happening and like, like, I don't have, like, the biggest part in it, but, like, my hands touched it. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. so cool to see, like, that impact and, like, that, like, I can't wait for, like, in another 10 years what's going to be, like, the new thing. Yeah, I feel like it'll be really cool to just see the evolution of the entire school system. Yeah. Just talking to you about this, I mean, you have such a, a wide view on what's going on with the school system mm-hmm. as a whole. So just being able to see from, from the inception of when you started with it to... 10 years down the road, like you said, I yeah. feel like you'll see a lot of changes, hopefully in positive directions yeah. and the directions that you're trying to move things in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say is maybe one of your biggest goals? If you could influence a particular thing in the school district, what is one of the biggest, th- most important things to you? So in the application for it, it said, what is your, like, it didn't say top priorities, maybe like, main focuses Mm -hmm. or like what are you passionate about what are your top two yeah and so mine was mental health um and then ESSS so that's like individuals with disabilities yeah um need the extra support mental health is like super hot and sexy right now everyone's talking about it and they're getting the funding for it but the disabilities they get no funding there's no education for it yeah not as much as it should but that's a state thing but so that was my biggest thing um and I'm weirdly into that. I don't know why. One day I woke up and I joined that Best Buddies program. Yeah, we haven't talked about that yeah, yet. I wanted yeah. to get to that. Yeah. That's a, a, I don't yet know another why. I woke up one day that, and was so into it. So talk a little bit about Best Buddies because that's 
another thing that you're involved in that we haven't really touched on. And I mean, that's a, it's a pretty big, important part of what you do. Yeah. So it's a hundred percent me edition doesn't have, I'm trying to get addition to sponsor some stuff, but it just hasn't happened this year yet. But, um, it's for individuals who have IDD. Um, so they have some type of, um, disability and challenges. If it's down syndrome, autism, um, something of that nature. And the main goal of the organization is friendship. It's That's not awesome. like education of classes. It's literally friendship for these people who are part of it, which when I heard that, I was just like, like in, in a perfect world, best buddies wouldn't exist because like friendship should just be a thing that everyone has that just comes naturally, but that there has to be an organization that is like providing friendship and opportunities for the students is sad, but like, thank God we have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in a perfect world, we wouldn't have to. Um, so I have a best buddy. He's actually older than me. And my first one was older than me too, but then he moved to Nashville. But my best buddy right now is older than me. He's just a year older than me. Um, so I'm in the citizens program. So I think they're over 21. Okay. Is a criteria. And then there's, uh, there's like high school chapters and yeah, but we just hang out. And then, um, like they'll do like Orlando city nights. They do like a prom for them. That's cool. Yeah. And then tomorrow's their 5k that I'm going to. So they're just really trying to give them as much of the experiences that they might be missing out on otherwise as possible. Yeah, it's a hundred percent social. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. So you're meeting up with them. How often? Uh, so he's in theater. So his schedule's way oh, more okay. crazier than mine. I don't yeah. know. It's crazy. Um, but I took him to a basketball game cause we have a suite at the basketball arena. Mm -hmm. So I was able to take him to that and he felt like a superstar. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So we try and meet as much as we can, but that's cool. Is he pretty into sports then? No, he's not. No, a, he's a <laughs> you're guy. getting him into it. Yeah. He's a theater guy, but it's cool. And, um, with addition financial, I was able to do like a field trip day for them. So we have a community room. Um, so I hosted them and then gave them a full tour of, like a, the whole group of them? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. There was probably like 25 of them that came in. And then so at our headquarters, we also have a branch attached to it. Mm -hmm. um, so then they got to see like a branch. Yeah. They freaked out when I showed them the vault. They thought that was the coolest. <laughs> and then um, like what just a office space looks like too. So yeah. I did that. And I've done financial educations for them. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's cool. So... What would you say, um, kind of switching gears here a little bit, what would you say for someone who might be interested in a career, you know, either with a bank in general, or I feel like your, your position with the bank is pretty unique actually. Yeah. So maybe focusing on that specifically, what are some attributes for someone getting into a position like that, that, yeah. that you would probably need to have or or that if you do have, might make you a good fit for a yeah. position like that. It's so social. Totally social. Yeah, it's so social. It does seem like that. I mean, the more you talk about it, it just and talking to you about it, like yeah. as often as we do, it seems like the the job is really networking. Yeah. The job is all networking. It's all making connections for the organization mm -hmm. and figuring out how those can bring opportunities for the yeah. organization. Yeah, and I feel like we'll talk. And I'll just be so exhausted just because you're so on all day, like yeah. constantly. But I mean, that's the job. Like I love it so much. Um, but my biggest thing that I tell people, I haven't met an organization that has kind of a department like addition where they'll usually have like two people or like a college and a school person. But like, I like how addition does it where it's an area like, cause I can hit the chambers, the rotary, the yeah. college, the schools, like just let me like flood it. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to hit everyone. Um, my thing that I live by every day I walk into my office in any meeting is every single person wakes up the same day and puts their pants on the same way as me. Yeah. Some people's pants are a little fancier, <laughs> but I've seen you wear some pretty fancy. Pants. Yeah. I have some fancy <laughs> pants, but like every day is human. Every person's human and every day they wake up and get ready just like I do. Mm -hmm. So title or not, like I respect it. That's awesome. But I can talk to you like a person. Yeah. And you can talk to me like a person. Just approaching everyone the same way yeah. and equal playing field. I like yeah, 100%. it. hundred percent. So where do you think that you kind of learned some of the skills that have really allowed you to thrive in this position? Where do you think that comes from originally? My parents are really good at it. My mom's really good at it. So maybe just that. 
just observing that from a young age and yeah. kind of partaking. And just, I'm still learning though. Like I'll go to events and I'll be like, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or I should have done this. Like just always learning or like watching someone else do something. Mm-hmm. What is kind of the, the general etiquette for some of these events? Cause you go to some events that are pretty highfalutin. Yeah. yeah. What, what are some, maybe some etiquette rules that the average kind of, yeah. Goer might not be familiar with so it. You have to keep in mind. The first event I ever went to with Edition was seriously one of the more premier ones, like fancy schmancy. Yeah. And I, they like took me to a lot as an intern. Like, so like people will get t- like 10 tops. So like it's 10 people going or eight people going, like someone's going to bail the day before because kids sick or something. So they just throw the intern in like, cause like it was half my team and it's just like fun for me to go. And I would never say no. And I went to this event, it was so big. It was like tuxedo, mm-hmm. like it was fancy schmancy. And my boss sat next to me and she whispered to me and she was like, bread, dinner, like and did <laughs> two, like, letters. <laughs> yeah. And because like you have this full like spread, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I was like, all right, bread, dinner. I still do that, I'm like bread, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so just knowing like the, the table rules and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are, uh, what are some of the craziest events you've been to? Cause I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. going back to something we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. you're always going to like different types. Yeah. It varies a lot. What are some of the the craziest things you've seen at events? Mm-hmm. We sponsored um, Seminole's Teacher of the Year, and I got a champagne luge. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> In our um, logo, our logo is a big A, so it like slid down the A. Like a a big ice luge. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you, so did you organize that, order that and everything? Yeah, because we'll do like some type of promo item, but then I had reached out to the district and I was like, what about this? How does one even go about securing a giant ice luge? Icepro.com. Icepro.com for anyone who's listening. (laughs) If you're having a a 4th of July party or something, icepro.com. It was incredible. I can't think of anything that I was just like, wow, everything's kind of standard nowadays. Like, I'm either like, it's nice or it's not, but it probably is something crazy. I don't know. So what are, um, you know, just talking about the position a little bit more, what are some favorite things about just, you know, being in it on a a week to week basis that we might not have talked about so far that really, that really kind of reaffirm your position every day and just make you happy to be a part of the position. What are some of your favorite yeah. things? So like one part of my job that I don't talk about a lot is, so the relationship manager that's over the county is also in charge of making sure that the um, branches in your county are engaged. Um, and they'll tell you if they don't feel like they've done enough stuff. How many branches do you have in your county? Um, I have seven. Okay. But one is on Seminole State's campus. Gotcha. Um, so that's a little different just because like they're dealing with like Seminole state, but the other branches, like they don't have a community. Mm-hmm. Like the, our branch on Seminole state is literally right next to their library. I can hook them up with their SGA and they'll table out their events and stuff. So it's kind of an easier one, but like my branch over in Longwood, is just on the side of the road. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like what are they going to do? So I like, I send them my calendar and then, so, um, the Seminole chamber is broken up. The Seminole chamber is the big umbrella. And then there's six councils for all the different cities in Seminole County. So like Altima is 7.30 to nine every Tuesday and Thursday in the morning. Um, so I send that to our, my branch manager over there. I'm like, like, let me know. Like, I would love to be your plus one if you're confident going by yourself, like you got it. Um, but it's hard to walk into that room. Gotta be, that's but, cool though. So you're yeah. kind of acting as someone that can just help these people get into these different events and just expand their community outreach yeah. and grow a little bit within that. If it's not something they're super comfortable yeah. with, just because at the end of the day, I'm the district's liaison for addition financial, but I want like the neighborhood to know the branch manager at the Oviedo branch. Cause they're going to see her every day. They might see my name, but I'm not going to make a transaction with them. Like, yeah. I'm not a teller. So they need to be comfortable with them. So that's cool. Yeah. So, um, in general, what is, I don't know, what is, um, maybe some words of wisdom from someone who just 
has been out of college for a couple of years and, and kind of found this position early in college and kind of had experience even before that. What are some kind of tips you would give someone who's trying to find that position for themselves and looking for, for what they're going to do after college yeah. or maybe is in college or going into college right now? Yeah. So my biggest thing is when I was an intern, I didn't say no to anything. I didn't say no to one event and they had asked me to work a um, UCF. So we have a partnership with the UCF athletics. Mm -hmm. um, so we're the only financial institution that is associated with UCF athletics. That's um, huge. Yeah, it's cool. So we get to do a lot of stuff with, we have the basketball title, but when it's football games, we get to stand out there and pass out like promos and like crowns and fans and stuff. Um, and just like engage whatever. Um, and so my boss had asked, would I work the UCF game? And it was like a prime tailgate. It was like a Saturday, like what, like the later. So like I could have tailgated, like it's my senior year. Like you don't want to miss a tailgate your senior year. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. And I was pissed. Like I was texting, like my roommate at the time I was mad. I was, my parents were going to the game. Like everyone was going to go have fun. And then, so I was just in such a terrible mood. Like I was just so mad I was missing tailgate, even though like there's eight others like yeah. that I wasn't gonna like miss. But so then um, we did all of that, we were packing up and then our CEO was going to the box. He wasn't like passing around. He was like probably with someone, but where we set up, it was right next to the um, elevators for the suites, mm -hmm. um, the, whatever that gate is right there. And he had came down and then we were talking and then he asked if I wanted to go up with him so then I was in the suite with just the CEO and I got to talk to him one-on-one -on -one as an intern. And if I had said no to the opportunity, I would have never had that one-on-one -on -one time with him. And we have a great relationship right now, but as an intern, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's not common at all for an intern to get good time with the CEO, especially of a, a large company like that. Mm -hmm. And go back to your point. I mean, it's so important to have that open mind and to you know, not say no to anything when you're mm -hmm. first getting in your foot in the door because yeah. you got that opportunity because you decided to say yes to that event, yeah. even though you had something that you were missing, you wanted to be at that gave you a huge foot in the door probably. Mm -hmm. And going back to something we talked about earlier, I mean, when it came time for the school board foundation, mm -hmm. your CEO was like, Oh yeah, Holden's got it. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you really can't discount the fact that you got some great time with them and mm -hmm. probably built a lot of rapport in that one yeah. event. Mm -hmm. So it just goes to the importance, I feel like, of what you said, just being there, okay. being willing to be at all these events. Mm -hmm. And I do really see that. I mean, we're, I, we haven't even mentioned this yet somehow, but we're roommates. Yeah. So I, I see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holton is my roommate. <laughs> so I, I see just what that looks like um, on a day-to-day -day basis. And you really are at, so many different events mm -hmm. and you say yes to any event that comes across your desk. And I mean, I feel like just being, being a community grower as your profession, essentially, mm -hmm. that's so important because you're, you can always make a new connection, yeah. always make some kind of oh, breakthrough interaction that provides some new opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to keep going. Like with our department, our CEO will give us like new focuses Oh, that's cool. So right now is membership growth mm -hmm. um, because we're trying to expand. Uh, we had put five offers out on, they didn't confirm this, but it has to be the truest buildings um, because okay. he said it was from the same organization. So that's what I would just assume. Um, but we lost it. Um, but we're trying to grow membership. So our biggest thing is membership right now. It used to be community engagement or brand awareness when we we're going through the rebrand. So our two focuses right now are membership growth and hospitals. So one question I kind of have about just that whole thing in general, mm -hmm. what does it look like when you, when a credit union is looking to expand like that, especially, you know, going from having that county or not county, but a uh, central Florida mm -hmm. limitation to all of a sudden being able to go statewide. That's, yeah. you know, that's gotta be just a huge, huge push for growth all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. What does that look like on, maybe a month to month basis would be better for something like this. But what is, what are some of the steps to that growth and what does yeah. that look like? So for our department is our department's a little interesting just because we're very much on the school year's calendar. So we're making it rain accounts, but then once school's over, it's pretty, 
flat. Yeah. Um, we're kind of doing more brand awareness or just getting our calendars ready for other things. Um, but for growth for the credit union, it's interesting. Um, so whatever large organization that regulates the credit unions, they'll, they won't force, but they, they'll tell credit unions that they won't survive and they should merge. Credit unions can't buy each other, so they merge. Okay. So that happened when we did our rebrand, we merged with um, a small credit union, Fidelity. So is the name of whatever is the larger one in terms yeah. of membership, mm-hmm. just what, what stays? Yeah. Okay. And so I was talking to you a couple months ago about the credit union in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's people just going back and forth, which whatever credit union they want to associate with now. So is it, so there's a need for a merge that's determined and then it's kind of figuring out, okay, yeah. are we going to be able to secure that merge with them or is a different credit union yeah. going to? I would assume they're just bleeding out membership. They just can't. The writing's on the wall. Yeah. They just need some new management to kind of step in. Yeah. The benchmarks aren't there. Yeah. So we're looking at mergers, supposedly. And then we're also looking at pre-existing bank structures. Gotcha. To see if they mesh well with your structure. Yeah. Just um, locations that are for sale, not buying a bank, just a pre-existing building. Okay. Because we don't want to start from scratch just because of cost right now are really expensive. Um, So we're only looking at pre-existing structures. Gotcha. So we're trying to move. So our CEO wants to go to St. Augustine, Jacksonville, Mm -hmm. and then like Volusia, Daytona. Okay. So we're going like... Moving northeast a little bit. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the next step there is just looking at the surrounding territories and the opportunities there. And then, so our CEO does this thing um, once a year where he gets a group of 20 to 20 or so together, a couple branch people. And then I, I think one person from each department to do like a round table discussion. And then there's like a fun day, like internal networking. Um, and so he had talked about the expansion over there. And then he made a comment. He was like, so he kept talking about like a Tampa and like a Jacksonville, like the bigger cities. And he was talking about like doing like a little like pop-up shop, like in like a strip mall. Really? Yeah. Just to like see if like members are drawn in and if there's a need for that area and then like do some like from a distance, like some type of relationship building and seeing like before they build like a full structure. Testing the waters a little bit. Yeah. I had never heard of something like that. Like, and I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. That's a unique approach. Yeah. Could work well. Yeah. So I don't know if that's an idea or in the works, but I thought that was interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. So kind of switching gears again here a little bit. We've talked a lot, obviously, about what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different things to talk about because yeah. you do a lot of different things. What are some aspirations that you have for your career as a whole in yeah. the next maybe two to five years? Two to five years. Two to five years, I'll still be on the foundation board. So I would definitely want some type of executive position with that. My, I don't know if we've talked about how that works much. Yeah. Um, I do remember you saying you when you were first trying to join, you were talking about the executive board, yeah. trying to get an idea of how that works. Mm-hmm. What is the structure within the foundation? So there's a nominating committee. Um, and then so a year in advance, they have a chair elect. So I guess that's kind of just like a mentorship, see how the current chair is doing. Um, and then all the other positions are voted on. I, it's probably like November and then they start in January, something like that. Actually, it probably goes with the school year. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I haven't done an election cycle yet, but that's what I would assume. And that's a yearly position? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So there's, I mean, it's staying fresh every year. Like you, yeah. get, you get your one term. Mm-hmm. Probably, I mean, whether you can run for re-election or not, I feel like that's a good idea just to keep things happening, keep things changing on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely something with that, be as involved as I can with that because you only serve six years. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm done after this. I can't go back when I'm like older. So I feel like, uh, it'll be good to have that experience under your belt. Yeah. I mean, from there, there's all kinds of things I'm sure that you could take that too. Yeah. Cause I've even thought about it. I'm just like, is this too early? Am I going to regret not being able to do this? Like, I don't know. 
But I wouldn't have this mindset now, which I don't know if that's good or bad. And I'm sure that, I'm sure that, you know, the, the people who were on the foundation before still advise new members to an extent. They probably keep those relationships yeah, yeah, and talk yeah. to them There's a little, a little bit. Going you can on. always be there as someone who's been on the board before yeah. and can provide some of that perspective yeah. for new members. So that'll be cool. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a positive to doing it so early because you just have more time afterwards to really use that wisdom and provide that. Yeah. So getting on exec Mm -hmm. within the foundation, just making some waves there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then probably just grow with addition. I really do love working for who I work with, staying in Seminole County. Um, Yeah. I don't see myself holding any other relationship besides Seminole County though. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, it's a lot to manage as yeah. one position anyway. I don't I think. see myself starting over with a new college or district. I don't know. Colleges are easier than school systems. So many department leaders, but then there's also people who don't even work for the school district that you need to know. Yeah. Elected officials. What does that look like? That's something we haven't talked mm-hmm. about a lot yet, but um, I know that you come in contact with elected officials mm-hmm. fairly often. What does your engagement look like with elected officials? What are some of the things that you're working on and, and looking for with your, your, you know, just engagement day to day, week to week with yeah. elected officials? Um, they just have a huge backing and people listen to when they speak. So if they're speaking good about audition financial, that's great. But um, it's also just great for, they know everyone and everything. So yeah. It's great for networking right now. It's election season. So all of the parties, the campaign kickoffs, so and then uh july seminole county does a big hobnob so what is that uh, so a hobnob is for people running for office they have a table and it's kind of like speed dating without the timer you kind of go table to table table um but it's only seminole county so um that's always a really fun event that's a solid fun yeah Yeah. it's at a hotel and it's like open bar Nice. Yeah, it's a fun <laughs> event. Yeah. The amount of times that you told me one of your events yeah, is open, open bar, bar. Yeah. makes me jealous sometimes. It's the <laughs> second thing I say. I'm always like, it's like this association or this like nonprofit open bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's the checklist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got these couple things I'm yeah. working on here, and it's open bar. Open so. bar. Yeah. So I'm there. <laughs> so, uh, so next two to five years aspiration there. I feel like. It's it's good to have that kind of solid field of vision of what you're looking to move towards. Yeah. Uh, as kind of parting words here, any thought, any additional thoughts on just things that you would tell someone listening? Just you know, maybe considering this area, maybe considering something similar to it, yeah. um, or just figuring things out. Just some parting wisdom. Yeah, I never thought that I would work for a credit union doing what I do. But I love what I do and it's exactly what I would want to do. But I didn't like wake up one day and was like, all right, I can't wait for that credit union job to open yeah. up. So, and I kind of see that in the community. Like I met um, an individual at an event and she kind of does what I do, but for enterprise rent a car. Okay. And we were just talking about it. It's just like, yeah, I didn't like go to college to work for like, you do like, you're here for the area. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love my company my company's great they have great products great services and they offer so much to the community but I never thought I'd be doing community engagement for a credit union right so and like she never thought she'd do community engagement for a rental car company like you know what I mean it's just mm-hmm. like funny where you end up so just keeping an open mind on the organization yeah if like the company culture the actual job aligns with what you want to do like you're into it like make the most out of it I feel like there's a really good note in there I mean just you you never know what kind of positions yeah. are available and are out there. So yeah. think from both angles. Think about organizations, yeah. but also think about what you want to be doing and look yeah. for look for a fit. Don't let it turn sides. you off, like because I was never a finance person. Like I could have maybe been like banking. Like I don't really I'm not a finance guy. Sure, but it's really not. I mean, it is. It's a social thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously adjacent to finance, but yeah, it's yeah, a very yeah. social kind of thing that you're doing. Yeah. So. Very cool. Could, yeah. Well, Holton, thank you for yeah. being here. Thank you for yeah. talking about what you do. This has been a, a very enlightening conversation. Perfect. Appreciate it, Brody. Absolutely. This has been Profession Session with Brody Vinson. My guest has been Holton Mills of Addition Financial and many other things. 
Signing off. Thanks for watching Profession Session. I'm your host, Brody Vincent. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, or TikTok at Profession Session on all channels. You can also find my guest from this episode at the tag and details of this post. Stay tuned for new episodes and short little clips of deep dives into specific topics across all of our channels. If you know a young standout professional business owner or entrepreneur with a unique or interesting story, DM us anywhere and let us know, and they may be the next tell it here on Profession Session. Until next time, stay focused, stay hustling, and stay networking. This has been Profession Session.